0: January 23rd, 2022. And I have a word that came quite unexpectedly while I was praying my nightly prayers. And I began to speak things that I knew wasn't my mouth, it was just being poured out, because I was talking to the Lord about conditions in this world, and concerns, and then it just started coming out of me, so I immediately knew I was to write them, because I was having to repeat them. because I realized they weren't my thoughts so the word conceptualize this came. what is our concept of our God who is our God well he's the revelator he gives revelation either by thought, by speech, through another person, through a situation, through his word, through prayer. He has so many avenues. He's limitless. And that's hard for us to relate to. And so, when it's happening, it's kind of like, oh, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. This doesn't feel right. This doesn't, you know, look like it's from my realm. So, I began to write... as I was internally hearing the spirit speak there are so many thoughts opinions out there into everything that man goes about in instead of God's word what God is speaking, what God is thinking, what God wants. We're always in the mode of what we want. Do we even really meditate or think on what it says and means to us? from his word because see he's trying to get us to understand his ways and you can only understand his ways if you're with him because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts he is up higher than operate could you even sit back and realize that our God can put words in our mouth form whatever is needed in any situation he can change our molecules even and heal us Raises from the death he can turn around any circumstance he will translate us up when it's time for him to return at his uh, trumpet blow at that appointed time he can do anything. He has no boundaries. You see, Satan and his minions are only bound to this world. They they aren't limited. Limit, limitless. It's like God. He, he, he controls. So you may think... Right now, things are out of control, which pretty much they are, but there's a timing with God, and He will allow things, and He will allow the enemy to work their schemes to a limit, and He sets those limits. He says what will be and won't. So you see, we can't totally understand his gameplay because we're not him. He sees everything, he created everything, and he has an ultimate plan. Satan can't do everything God can do he mimics God but there are certain things he can't do so we can't give control over to the enemy he gave us authority in his name so we have to start realizing Who we have as a partner, as believers, we have an ultimate God. So, in light of all that, do we really need opinions? Run by our thoughts to God, what we're thinking. He told Daniel the interpretation of King Nebuchadnezzar's dream without even knowing the dream. Nebuchadnezzar wanted to have his court interpret the dream so that he would know that they had power, that they could read and understand his dream without even knowing it. And they couldn't, so he was going to put them to death because they wouldn't, they couldn't do it. And so God gave Daniel the interpretation of the king's dream without even knowing the dream. And so then Nebuchadnezzar then knew that Daniel had the power from a from a god that he didn't even know. And so he raised him up in his in his court to to greater levels. So God gave him what he needed to say for the answer for the king that he was looking for we don't have to fear or figure out anything or any way about us for we are to rely and have our refuge in the Lord we are to inquire and consider of him everything about us we can lift up and talk to him for all counsel wisdom understanding and all revelation in anything any time anywhere that means you have to give over your thoughts to his thoughts and wait for him to to show you or speak to you or you know, give you what you need but again, we so often don't want to wait we don't want to be in that kind of two way higher status we're at our own level doing our own thing with our own thoughts in our own ways but God wants us to come up higher with him so we can have his thoughts he'll give them to you we have to commit Commune with him, surrender, and be a partner with him. Because you see, there's no need to argue, fight, condemn, judge. All those things that cause us to sin in our own way. In our own thought, yes, we are weak. But He is strong. He is our strength in all things. He is our high tower. He gives us the impossible. He gives us the way when we see no way. When we are in a line and agreement with him, we are an extension of his way to love, to act in kindness with each other, being helpful wherever the need the need is. This is what overcomes sin and evil. Hand it all over to him. It's not a burden I should carry or hold as something that I would have for a lifetime. He is our lifetime. He is our source. He is the one that changes us, that renews us, restores us, changes us. Many people think they have addictions and they can't overcome them. He is our overcomer if we look to him and we then can overcome. A lot of times you see a drug take over a person's life and over and over and over they're in recovery and it's just destroying their lives and their family and everything and we've seen many get free of it because of God and then they go on Others in that situation. Because God totally freed him from, from it. We can be overcomers in Jesus now as we live today. Because He lives in us. We can receive anything the Lord promises us as we are, his children, his believers, his new creation that is made new in him. He transforms us, he restores us, he renews us, so we need to open up ourselves to him. It is by his power and his might that our lives walk in the purpose that he gives. So Satan destroys us by keeping us in our own thoughts and ways and tears us down so that we think we can not come up higher. We just have to realize we can and choose it. He gives us courage and strength. He gives us everything we need if we look to Him. Yes, we are sinners because of our own ways that keep us in that fallen state. That keeps us fallen short of His glory. But He looks to us that we would accept Him and receive His glory upon this earth. In Isaiah 60 it says, Arise and shine, for the Lord has come upon you. There's a point in time in our lives that we can receive that if we're fully committed to the Lord. If we fully desire and want it. He puts His glory on us. Then we can rise a higher way from within ourselves in our own way thinking Informing forming opinions that don't give him room in our life. We can totally relinquish that. It's a total difference in our lives, but he is the only one that can make that difference. So, there's trust issues. We're taught not to rely, but only to go our own way. So, the whole concept with the Lord Jesus is to relinquish all that to Him. It's totally opposite than what the world teaches We are to carry his image. So, look and evaluate, do we? He has to change us and we have to be willing to accept and receive those changes. So, it involves patterns and behaviors. And we have to be willing to change those patterns and behaviors. He puts... in our heart to love and he cleanses us and purifies us and sanctifies us in the process for it to form in us we have to desire it it is a union in spirit with him so do you ever wonder why we're not unified not enough people are unified in the union and spirit with the Lord it's a process of the journey with Christ he molds and shapes us we are the clay and he is the potter. many don't get to that point on the wheel the wheel of life the disciples even had Problems and they followed him. They were imprisoned and isolated, and many of the Bible books were written from isolation that we have today that we're reading. They were in a situation where there was nothing but God. Persecution and isolation has its purpose. John was on the island of Patmos. The book of Revelations came forth and we have the letters from Paul to the churches. He was imprisoned. We have come in to a time where many were isolated, but a lot were complaining. a lot of times we become prisoners of our own life never seeking what is the kingdom of God really have in store for us in the past two years I've been isolated pretty much most of it in prayer and study and dwelling with the Lord in a secret place. I've had to wait and trust and believe and decree the word of the Lord. Can we live and work in this world and do such a thing to have more of God in our life? Many would say can't do that kind of thing. I'm not a monk. Well, I'm not a monk. I'm <laughs> I'm just in a situation where that has presented. And many of the disciples that was their situation too. Imprisonment just happened. So I think the choice of our distractions and our routines and patterns and behaviors of our life need to be looked at to find a path to have that refuge in the Lord. Many ways to bring the focus into a kingdom light as you seek the Lord. He can show you that it takes us to adapt and to do those things that are necessary. So it is really our ability to decide. And when you do, a new world will open up in a spiritual realm that will take care of your physical... Once you can let go and let God in, you will experience Him in a whole nother way. Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. That's what He says. If only you would want it. Seek and desire it. Mary came into agreement to bring him into man's world. Just think if Mary had not even agreed. He would have found another, but... And that's what he does. He finds others if no one else will hear... He will seek those that will. Albert Einstein said there are two ways of thinking. miracles don't happen or that miracles happen every day. Which one are you on? When there are problems and chaos look first to see of yourself If you are contributing to it, what is God possibly showing through it? Are you not trusting enough? Are you too worried in your own way? Are you focusing? a woman came up to me the other day and we exchanged hellos and said a few things and then she went into everything is in chaos around me I don't know why locked myself out of the car I can't find the extra key I think that my son stole it he's always trying to cause chaos we had a falling out the other day and I just want to give up and give it all in when I heard this Said to her, I don't think that's what God would want you to do. And this woman is a prayer warrior in a church. Now, we're all human, and she's just fed up. We all get that way. But she knows about looking to God. But sometimes we need reminders. And that's what we're here together for. And she sat back for a minute looked at me. And she says, yeah. And then she went off on her way. And I thought, hmm, there needs to be some reconciliation there. That would be God's way she's having problems with her son, they need to find a way in it, and reconcile, and stop creating and allowing the chaos to happen in their lives, so there's communication problems or whatever, but there's an an aspect of not forgiving, so she wasn't even seeing What she was contributing to the whole thing. Was there a loving focus towards each other? Making amends, forgiving, not blaming or accusing, finding fault, arguing, getting angry, and then having a falling out. It's a cycle. Giving up is choosing death over life. because of not focusing on what God has given us in principles to act upon. Chaos can present what you need to change, drawing you to look at what needs to be seen. Ask God to show you He's there always beside you. He runs the race with you. So do you talk to him? He wants us to talk to him. He wants a relationship, a partnership. So this whole aspect of me starting to pray my normal prayers became an interlude of speaking because I had first started it speaking to him, asking him about things in this world. extend our faith to Him and trust Him and participate with Him. Thank goodness God does not see us as disappointing Him. He sees us as a whole, full, full creation that He made, already healed, That we can't do it without him. So he waits. He waits for you to give up some of yourself. He meant that he is the life, the truth, and the way. But it involves time, and that's one thing that this world and Satan want to take away from you to keep you distracted and off point keep you busy and stressed and worried and upset then you can't look at, at Jesus you're in your own cocoon and that's where the enemy would, enemy would like you so that it can torment you and frustrate you and get you to react You have to train the puppy because it has no manners and no boundaries. But you have patience to train that puppy. Because you want them to behave a certain way. So they learn and know. And they can be around you and both of you can be happy. The time is put into that. The caring and the kindness and the loving aspect but we won't do it for ourselves with God isolation has its measure and God can come in if you let him Two thousand twenty two. This was, I feel, a, a revelator connection. A God that wants to commune with us, a God that's calling to us. Come up higher with me. Things are easier. I'll help take care of you. Your needs. Your circumstances. Your heart. He knows a lot of people are in pain right now. At the wits' end. With what's going on he said we couldn't go through it unless we were with him we wouldn't be able to bear it and we are seeing a lot of that right now so accept God call to him call to him when you Savior, to direct your life, to take care of your life, give you peace and comfort. He'll show you a whole new way. This is episode two in a new year. And I give this forth in blessing and hope that you consider a new way, a new life. Because right now what we have before us is <laughs> in a life. there will be a point in time where he will come in and deal with these evildoers. We are seeing signs that he has opened up certain things. his timing and his control and his plan and we don't know how he uses evil in anything but he does and he turns things around so that's written in the bible and it's seen throughout the bible And closer to him.